Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. What's up, Changemakers? It's Gina here, and this episode is brought to you by my deep morning voice. Yes, it is just me today, so where is Jamie? So, you know, let's make it a quiz, okay? So where is Jamie today? Because I'm alone in the studio, aka our bedroom. Um, Okay, so is, actually our spare room, doesn't matter. All right, so is Jamie, A, outrunning all my Thanksgiving errands because Thanksgiving's coming, or is he B, out surfing because Costa Rica, baby. Or is he C, still in bed? All right, so we'll have that answer for you later. But if you guys have not checked out the last episode with the Biz Bros, you should check it out just because I was not feeling it, okay? You can hear me when I read out the intro. It was just not my day. JB pissed me off. We had like had a tiff, not really, but like and I was not in the mood, but this is live, baby. We This is a one-take wonder show. So, you know, we always preach transparency and openness, and we address it later in the episode. So even if you don't want to listen to the episode, just, just please go back and listen to it just for the sake of me being so miserable. You can hear it in my voice. But today's a new day, baby. Welcome back to the Changemakers podcast. Um, are we ready to roll the intro? Let's do it, boys. Attention! This is not another boring business podcast. This is Gina's podcast, baby. Let's go. We're here to help mission-driven entrepreneurs get their message and offers out to the masses in a fun way that doesn't suck. So over the last year, we've created a powerful community of podcasters that are becoming real change makers in the online space. I'm not Jamie Atkinson, but I am Gina Suzanne, and sometimes I can be both. Listen to us as we laugh, cry, and battle our way to a seven-figure-a-year business. In these episodes, we're not just going to be talking about what the online gurus are teaching, but what they're actually doing to transform and scale their business. Okay, so listen in as we break down the real-life publishing strategies that these entrepreneurs and ourselves are actually using. Come for the tactics, people. Stay for the banter. Welcome to the Changemakers podcast. You're ready to create real change, and so am I. Let's get into it, baby. Woo! Okay, so in today's episode, we get this question a lot, especially from our inner circle program. They always come to us and are like, I need to hire a VA. It's time. I I need a team. How do you do it all? And we're like, whoa, we don't do it all. We have an amazing, literally the best team behind us. Okay, so Jamie has the whole week off today. Hence, you're just listening to my voice in your ears. Hello. Um, so Jamie has a whole week off today because like, it's really important to just stop and recharge sometimes. So we gave Jamie the boss man himself the whole week off to do whatever he pleases and maybe my errands. Um, so he is off today and we can do that because we have a well-oiled machine running. We have an amazing, incredible team that we could not do anything without. And people are always coming to us are like, oh my God, like, where do I get a Francie? Where do I get a Marge? Where do I get a Johanna? I'm like, well, it was a process. I mean, it's a simple process, but simple, of course, does not mean easy. So I'm actually going to walk you through that program. So something we preach 
both in the podcast Profit Lab, in the Inner Circle, probably even 12 to 12. We preach in all of our programs. It is the who, not the how. So when you're going to do something, you could either, you have two roads, right? The two roads diverge in a yellow wood. Okay, Robert Frost. So you can either learn it yourself. Ugh, cool, but like, who has the time? Or you could hire it out. And I know sometimes so I um, I have a kind of a cheap mindset. I'm like, oh, I, I want to just learn it myself. Uh, it'll cost less money. Yes, maybe looking at from that angle. But if I were to take the 10, the 20, 40, 50 hours to learn something and learn it well, buy all the programs, say it's editing, say take you, you want to learn podcast editing, which is cool. But if you want it to really sound good, you're going to have to invest some time, some money in programs, some money in training, whatever, to learn how to do your podcast editing. However, if I took that time and invested it in my zone of genius, running our team, you know, running the day-to-day stuff of the business, or Jamie took the time and sent out some really well-crafted emails that brought us in sales, whatever, that would bring us way more money and we could just pay someone to do the editing in way less time. That is their zone of genius. So rewarding someone by paying them to do your editing instead of taking the time, because that's not your zone of genius, or maybe it is, but I'm explaining in a where it's not your zone of genius. Like, I cannot do editing. I've never done editing. This is a one-take show because I cannot do editing, okay? So I can just dive into my zone of genius, talking your ear off maybe? Probably not. Um, and then hire someone else to do the editing on the back end because it's going to take them a lot less time than it would take me. Therefore, it's going to be way cheaper than my time. So we always talk about the who, not the how. And this comes down to a lot of things, especially our team. So um, we have team members and I'm going to be real transparent. We have team members for a lot of different things. OK, we, of course, have podcast profit lab coaches who are in those WhatsApp accountability groups with you during As you go through the lab, coaching you, guiding you, providing support, answering your questions. Jamie and I cannot be everywhere. So that's why we bring in our amazing, amazing coaches and they help you through it. So that's an example of an amazing team member. We also have Francie. She runs all of the metrics and she basically does everything. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. What a time to have the hiccups. (laughs) Okay, we also have Marge, who is our personal assistant. She also runs all customer support. We can't always be behind the email answering customer support questions, login errors, etc. So we have her answering those things. And she didn't come here knowing all about customer support, right? We had to train her. So I'm going to go through how we found these amazing team members, how we trained them, how we hired them, and then how we trained them. And now we can... We're at this point where if Jamie wanted to take a week off, he absolutely can remove himself 100% from the business and have it working, the business working for him. And that is the goal, right? So I want to first start off by where do we get these amazing, amazing people? Okay. There's quite a few sites that I love and I've used a few now. So there is a, so I'll start with my absolute favorite. However, It's hit or miss, so you have to put in the work, but I'll show you, I'll tell you exactly how, okay? So this uh, site is called phjobs.online, okay? And it is a Filipino company, and it is basically all freelancers in the Philippines, okay? And they have 
they're generally quite affordable. I mean, there's, of course, ranges based on experience, but you can filter by um, wage, hours, experience, and ID level. And ID level kind of means like, oh, yeah, they are certified. They're like a legit human. They're not going like, to run off with your email list or anything. So I really, really trust online jobs dot P. Nope. PH jobs dot online. Yes, that's the one. And um, I have been burned a few times. However, if you follow what I'm going to tell you, it should work out really, really well. Sometimes, and this is quite common with um, affordable, low-wage people, that they sometimes just might go off the map MIA. (sighs) Nice cup of mint tea in the morning to loosen up my man voice. Okay, so I really love onlinejobs.ph. Okay, nope, onlinejobs.ph phjobs.online. Pretty sure. Should I Google it real quick? Stay tuned while I Google it. Onlinejobs.ph. Or is it phjobs? Okay, so I've been telling you wrong the entire time. And there's no editing with this, okay? So um, just listen. Onlinejobs.ph. That is the website, okay? So go there. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, So I really love it because there is a huge, huge variety of people, all walks of life, um, all different wages. Okay. So with this, you're going to have to do some legwork. And if you already have a team, you can just tell the team to listen to this episode and then put it into work. Okay. If not, just stay tuned and listen. All right. So that's one of the jobs I liked. Um, one of the websites, another website we love is up level. They're run out of Canada by Katrina McKay up level is a agency where they, List, uh, they have already trained and really well um, certified, proven, experienced, that's the word I'm looking for, experienced uh, VAs already ready. So they take a phone call from you. You call up level. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. I need someone who's like has a little bit of design experience, but is really good with data. Doesn't miss a thing. They're like, oh, cool. We'll match you up with Lee, you know, and then you're set up with them. And then if you need Lee or you need to switch, they can just switch you. It's really great. It's a little bit more affordable, probably double than onlinejobs.ph, but really great job applicants right away. So if you are low on time and you are high on money, or not necessarily high on money because it's still super affordable, I would go with up level, okay? And we'll put, tell Katrina that Gina sent you, Gina Tierno, um, or Gina Suzanne sent you. And um, if not, go to, if you have the time and you really just want a long-term person that will fit with you really affordably, uh, I would try onlinejobs.ph. Okay, so I'm going to go through some theories because I've done it both ways. I found great people both ways. Um, So if you are going to hire through onlinejobs.ph, what you want to do is create an application. And here is the secret trick. All right. You want to hide a secret keyword in the application because I cannot tell you how many times I get applicants saying, oh my God, thank you. I want to I want to join this job. It sounds so great. Here is my resume. Thank you so much. And it's just a copy and paste resume. And I know from when I was an engineer and I was applying to jobs, no one wants a copy and paste interview. 
So that's not what I'm looking for. I want someone who, first of all, read the entire job description, not just saw it was a VA, so they thought they could apply. I don't want just a video editor they thought they could apply. I want someone who can read the whole job interview and then come back to me. So I hide the word tomato. And I say, and in parentheses, I'm like, hey, if you've read this far, please mention the word tomato in your application or you will not be considered. And guess what? Floods and floods of applications come through. About 9% have the word tomato in it. So guess what I do with the other ones? I throw them out. I have no time for people who are going to come onto my team and not have the even the decency to read through the job application. If you can't read through the job application, how are you going to do the job? Okay? So it sounds strict, and you're going to see a lot of interview, another applications where you're like, oh, but this person looks so good. Don't do it. You want people who have attention to detail, found your secret word, and put it in their application. It's the first test of many. And we want to be very vigorous with this job search, this job application, this, these, these tests, these hoops, because not everyone's going to jump through the hoops. And guess what? Good. We don't want everyone to jump through this hoop. So Steve Larson kind of does the same thing when he is looking for, you know, whatever, a new t-shirt designer or a new ad person. And he says, hey, go do this. And then we'll all vote on the best one. And then blah, blah, blah. Some people don't want the competition. And he's like, hey, good, bye. I want people who are hungry, who want this job and are willing to prove that they're a great fit. So the second part of the interview is I send everyone who has the mystery word tomato. Anyone who sent in an application with the word tomato, that's good enough for me. Now I say, great. Thank you so much for finding the hitting word. You are of 10% of people. So impressed already. I would like to invite you to the next stage of the interview process. Please fill out this form. Okay. And I send them a, a Google form or a type form. And this is more specific to the job. Hey, I want to hear your experience. Hey, explain to me a time where you went above and beyond for a customer. Hey, if now this is my favorite question. If Gina gave you explicit instructions on how to do something, however, you knew a faster, better way to do it or cheaper, better way to do it, how would you move forward? This is my favorite question because I am looking for a specific answer. Now, now this is the debacle. It's like, oh, my boss gave me very specific instructions. Am I going to go and follow it to a T because that's what the job was? Or am I going to be an outside thinker and do the job even better and surprise her? Or this is exactly what I'm looking for the third way. I'm going to run my idea first by the boss. And if she doesn't answer, I'll do it her way. But if she's open to a better, faster way, I'll run a buyer. If she's cool with it, we'll do it that way. Okay. Sometimes they're like, I'll do it both ways and I'll show her. So I really love people who go above and beyond and use that intuition. I always say, okay, say you were me, pretend you were me hiring you. What would you want me to do? What would, what would, what would I want you to do? Okay. So I explain this all in the job application. So, and I look for people who have answers to the questions and that is who I picked to interview. And I personally interview everyone who has really good applications. Now, sometimes my VAs help me through this application process, but when there were no VAs, when it was just me and Jamie, we went through this process of interviewing the secret word 
uh, fill out the form. I loved your answers. Let's get on an interview. And what I do is I, I go hard. I make several job applications for the same job in varying lengths, all with the secret word, because sometimes copy hits people differently. So just like you have several ad copy on Facebook that attracts different people, I'm attracting different job applicants, okay? So I put out several different ads, applications, and then I, of course, filter the tomatoes out, all the secret words. Then I send them the form. I review the form answers. The people I like, I invite into an interview. And I'm tracking all of this via Trello, okay? So I first have a list of everyone who said tomato, and then I move those person over to the next list. Okay, now I have a list of everyone who said tomato and filled out a job application. Okay, I'm starring these applications because they look really good. I'm going to invite them to an interview. Okay, out of those people, these people booked. Cool. Out of these people, I really, really like the energy and the vibe for these people. And here's something really important that we have soon to discover. So just, just learn from us. Hire for the energy, the personality, the vibe, do not hire specifically for the job, especially if it's not like a make or break skill. Okay, Facebook ads, hire for the skill, okay? A doctor, hire for the skill. But when it comes to general VA work, someone to run your customer service, someone to put data in, hire the person that fits in well. So Johanna, our course coordinator for the podcast Profit Lab. She also is manager of our social media and our schedule. She was someone we were looking for because her energy just absolutely lights up the room. She always has a smile when she comes on calls. She lifts me up. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, days can be dark. If you're listening to this, you know, entrepreneur life isn't always easy. So it is really important that we have we come to meetings with 150% personality and excitement to lift our other team members up and lift each other up. And Johanna is always spot on. So something that was so important, especially because she works with clients in the podcast Profit Lab, I always want her to be this beacon of light and this shining personality, okay? Because that's what we want. That's what we go for. That's kind of our thing. We, we have a lot of personality, Jamie and I and our team. So when I hired Johanna, she had zero experience with social media besides her own. And guess what? That's okay because I can teach homie to run a Facebook group. I can teach her how to welcome people into the podcast Profit Lab. I cannot teach her to show up every day with a smile and a great outlook on life and going above and beyond for the job, which she does, okay? I saw that through her application, through her interviews, and I nearly hired her on the spot because I felt an instant connection and the energy was right. So if it is not a technical position you are hiring for, not like Facebook ads, not like a copywriter, that's like a skill. If it's just general work, you can teach them that work. We hire for the person, the personality, we don't hire for the job, okay? So that is one of my biggest tips I have for you um, when hiring someone great, someone who's gonna show up, be by your side, and really just lift you and the team up. That's so important, okay? So those are my methods for hiring and interviewing. And now, I told you I'm hiring a lot of, not hiring, I'm interviewing, I'm giving out applications, I'm doing interviews with a lot of people. And this is important. Because some people are not going to accept your job. 
Some people are going to take another job. Some people might leave you after two weeks. So I'm going to share a story with you. I had hired from onlinejobs.ph a really incredible executive assistant. Okay. She was amazing. I really felt like when she was working with me, like we could tackle on anything. And I felt this huge amount of trust. Whenever I gave her something, she would do it. She'd go above and beyond, etc. And I felt really close with her. And one day she didn't show up to work. And I said, hey, like, is everything okay? And she's like, oh, I sent you an email. And at that moment, my heart dropped. And I read the email and it was like, I don't even know how to tell you this, but I've taken another job. I'm so sorry. And she didn't give the two weeks notice that was in our contract. And she literally just up and left. And it was, it was, we were running graduation at the time. We had a new launch. We had so many events and it was like the busiest week to date. And I had lost my, almost my best friend in the business. I mean, Jamie was still there, I guess. But, but I had lost my, my rock, my support. And I cried. I cried for two days. And I had only known her like a month or two. She was working with us. But I felt such a connection because, again, I hired the person, not the job. Now, sometimes these things are going to happen, okay? And we'll talk about systems another time. But because we had systems in place... I was, I was very, it was very simple to switch out another human for her position because everything was documented and I ended up with an even better, more amazing assistant. So you just got to trust that things are meant to be and that person wasn't meant to be on our team long-term and now we have an even better team and um, someone that I know will not leave me high and dry because they've, they saw what happened. Um, but here's my point. Sometimes these things are going to happen. I've had a video editor just leave me. I didn't even get to pay her. She literally just left, left work on the table, left things half edited, left some edited. Haven't heard from her. It's been six months. Haven't heard from her. I always must like, Hey, can I just pay you for the work you did? Like, I feel bad. I don't know if she's, I don't even know if she's alive. Like I have no way to contact her besides email and WhatsApp, which she's not answering. So sometimes these happen. So here is what I suggest. And this is what has helped me when someone leaves. You have a database of other hires that you didn't hire. Because I'm telling you, in Trello, I have everyone who answered tomato. Everyone who answered tomato and sent in their application. Everyone who said tomato sent in their application, which is the Google form, and booked an interview. Everyone who said tomato filled in that form, booked an interview, and I interviewed them and liked them. I have them all in a list. And what I do is when I decide to hire someone, I say, hey, I'm going to hire you. It's going to be a trial period. So you're not officially on the team. However, we'll get you onboarded and we'll act as if you're on the team maybe a month, two months. Okay. And I tell everyone else, hey, I've moved forward with another candidate at this time. I wait for them to say okay first. And then I go to the other candidates that were second and third place. And there's a lot of great candidates and you're going to wish you could hire them all because they've jumped through all the hoops with you. You know they're a great fit. They're just not the top fit at this point. So I reached out to them. I said, hey, we're moving forward with another candidate at this time. I wish I could hire you. I'm going to tell you that I'm keeping your file on record. 
the person right now is going through a trial period and I just want to let you know you are next in line if we decide to move another direction with the candidate. So I understand that you can't um, you can't wait around. However, I just want to let you know that I'm still keeping your 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 file on record, blah, blah, blah. And they're usually so thankful. Or I say, hey, is it okay if I if I suggest you to a friend if it comes up? And they're like, yes. So I always keep in good standing with the candidates that I don't hire because sometimes these things happen or sometimes you need more. You need more Johannas. You need more Marges. You need more Francies at this time. So you always you can always bring on more. So we have a database. We have a Trello board of people that have gone through the hoops and processes that we love and trust and that we would hire if we had the time, the space, the capacity, right? So that is what I wanted to tell you because sometimes these things happen. So having that database is crucial, okay? So we do go through that pending period and that's just because sometimes people don't perform the way you thought they performed. I haven't had that experience. Everyone that I brought on really does the job really well. Um, And it all comes down to communication. So we'll, again, we'll go through this on another episode. Um, If you're interested, let us know in a comment. Um, or reach out to us via Instagram or Facebook group. Um, But if you're loving these behind the scenes on how we run our team um, and how we run the systems, I can totally give you more information um, on our our daily meetings, our weekly meetings, and how we run the core business and how we communicate with the team. But today I wanted the episode to be purely on hiring and techniques and the tips and tricks that I use to hire and um, interview our team, okay? So just one more thing, when people are starting to come onto your team, um, I'm going to say that I'm hard on them, but I'm not necessarily hard. I'm, I'm strict. I'm always watching what they're doing because old habits die hard. So if you nip any habit you don't like in the bud, they won't repeat it later. So whenever I have a new person, I watch them very, very closely. Not like micromanagey, but there is definitely... Um, there's a phrase that Jamie talks about a lot and it's like people will do what they want or what their bosses check. Okay. And this is really important because, um, I remember in my engineering job, like I did what my boss checked and if he didn't, you know, sometimes I'd Google recipes for the night, you know? So it's really important that you do have this open communication with your team and we just have them fill out reports every, at the end of every workday, what they accomplished and their time. So that is just a nice thing so I can spot check, you know, once a week, once a month, what they're doing, how long it's taking them. And if, hey, you're spending too much time, you know, creating posts when it should just be copy and paste from the list, um, then I'm like, hey, like what's taking you so long? And you can you can see and um, spot problems before they turn into like, oh, my God, how many hours did you spend on this? So we really love end of the day project reports and weekly project reports that just give an overview on what they're working on and how much time you're spending, especially, especially in the beginning, because people will take up, it's, it's a law, I can't remember, I want to say Pareto, Pareto principle, no, that's 80-20, isn't it, Um, there's a law that says you will take up the most amount of time you're given, if you're given one hour to, you know, what should we say, If you're giving one hour to design a cover art, okay, you may take that one hour because that was it. But if I'm like, oh my God, can you get it to me in 20 minutes? It's an emergency. You're going to get it done in 20 minutes, okay? So people will will use the allotted time they have 
Um, so that's why it's important to check these things, especially early on. To be like, oh, actually, this should only take X minutes. Editing this call, I can do it in 30. You're even better than me. You should be able to do it in 20. Okay? So just, but of course, communicating. If the person's like, actually, you have no idea what's entitled. Um, it, I mean, per, what's involved in this task and the rendering takes 25 minutes alone. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Actually, we don't pay for render time because that's dependent on your computer or your Wi-Fi. So actually, you could be doing this instead. You know what I mean? So just getting really crucial with your team on, I mean, getting really clear is crucial when you're talking to your team about how long tasks should take and what they're spending their time on just in the beginning and then you can get to trust them and then just check spot check the the end of day weekly reports but those are my tips on the who not the how hiring your team methods for the applications how to do these bulk interviews where you end up with a database of great hires so you can pick from them later um how to do that trial pending period with your current um team and then how do you just check their work and ensure that in the beginning they are meeting all of your expectations and then just the clear communication. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. I know um, it hasn't something we've touched on before, but we get a lot of these questions in the podcast Profit Lab and in the inner circle about hiring and running your team. So if you like this kind of episode and you want more um, ticks, trips, ticks, tricks, tips and tricks, I had a stroke. Um, on behind the scenes of how we run the business and the show, let us know. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Guys, if you are not yet in the Podcasting 101 Facebook group, what are you waiting for? This is our hangout. Jamie and I go live every Thursday, we hang out with you. And um, sometimes we do our interviews live in the group, but we have a lot of fun. We give away a ton of prizes. So hang out with our podcasting family. Meet your tribe of entrepreneurs who are in the podcasting and publishing space. And um, come and say a hi and hang out with us. So that is joinpodcasting101.com. And I will see you there. Thanks, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.